bring back Tony, yes. I'm recording this. Ugh. Maybe I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what'd you dial? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Lifetime on Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I'm your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I'm Drew Current. And then, Sean Burns. Yes. Hi, Sean. Hey, Sean. Gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. So uh, today, Sean is our calling in guest. We are trying it again after Bev Bailey from last week, our LA actress. Now we have Sean, who is a blogger of Racing to a Red Light, where he uh, comments about exclusively uh, Lacey Chabert Hallmark movies and then other things that uh he finds interesting uh sean would you like to talk about that a little bit um yeah i mean i don't want to get off on a bad foot here but i would like to take umbrage with you guys i was listening to the christmas in the air episode where you called Catherine bell the queen of hallmark movies yes uh-oh uh-oh did we we uh step i mean in? you know <laughs> dynasties come and dynasties end and i think we are in the age of shea bear that's right. Is it Shea Bear? <laughs> Have I been pronouncing it wrong my whole life? Shea, Say that again. Shea Bear. That's how you pronounce her last name. Isn't that correct? I don't know. I I mean, I've never heard her name pronounced other than myself talking about it and i i'm the resident expert here so you say shaber i say shaber but you say shaber which, sa which sounds nice it's like a wine mm -hmm. i mean yeah there might be a wisconsin accent thing happening here <laughs> sure mm -hmm. um but yeah so i did a little research on Lacey shaber or however you say it uh she's been in 11 hallmark movies that i could find uh total which is a lot 11 that's a lot of hallmark movies and she's not even the star of some of the early ones she's just like the sister or whatever the best friend never the best friend oh never the best friend no she's okay. too she's too uh high profile for that okay but most recently she's been like the romantic lead and probably the last like i don't know do you know sean like um i know she's definitely running the show in most of these christmas ones yeah i believe this makes uh number six that wow. I watched, well, I watched five last year for a project I assigned myself and came to regret. <laughs> but, uh, and <laughs> so there's those five and now The Sweetest Christmas. The Sweetest Christmas is the sixth Lacey Chabert Christmas uh, vehicle. Um, great. So let's jump right into The Sweetest Christmas uh, and, you know, just start talking about the, the show. So, um let's see here she is basically playing this uh woman who is like a cool aunt she like bakes cookies and she like is just you know hanging out and she like is like oh man i really wish i was in this gingerbread competition i love baking um but her daytime gig is like a receptionist at a at a thing right yeah you know she she's unemployed currently because she was a pastry chef at a restaurant in Helen, Georgia, 
which closed. And as they remind us repeatedly in the early going, there's only eight restaurants in town, so it's hard for her to find other work. So she's taking a job as a temporary receptionist. <laughs> right. And then she's, like, kind of dating the boss. Like, maybe. I don't really. That, like, wasn't, like, I'm like, is she dating this this business boyfriend? What was his name? I don't even remember. Alex. Alex. <laughs> he can't work a Keurig, and he's just, like, you know, hanging out with her. But if she's only a temp, that that seems scandalous. Yeah. Right? Oh, th- well, they're, absolute- they're absolutely dating because she's expecting to get proposed to when they go to the Italian restaurant where he goes through this whole to-do of blindfolding her, putting, you know, rose petals on the table just to announce that she's getting a promotion to office manager. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yes. So it's like the table's all set up and it has all these roses, these champagne, uh, and he blindfolds her and, like, walks her through the town. It's a whole to-do to to be, like, you're promoted to office manager. So, Patrick, so you didn't know that they were dating. Like, that's very much their dating if she thinks she's going to get proposed. I'll admit this was my second movie of the night so, <laughs> so you were a couple I deep probably had yeah. like seven glasses of wine at this point yeah yeah okay. um you know a bottle <laughs> who, who cares uh but yeah so s- i was confused but i that sounds very clear to me you're right john <laughs> they they break up they <laughs> they break up after that meal because you know she's expecting to get proposed to instead of you know being bumped up to planning more than the office christmas party Alex. And and it just so happens that he took her to the Italian restaurant that's owned by her ex-boyfriend, Nick. Oh, no. Who I guess I guess they dated in culinary school. I mean, it's kind of mentioned that they were together at one point. Yeah. I was a little fuzzy on uh, high those school, deets. Because they mentioned prom, and I was like, are they high school? Did they go to a culinary high school? <laughs> like, what? A, I, a culinary <laughs> magnet? <laughs> hey, you know, I went to a performing arts high school, so, you know. It could exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that guy was really cute. What's his name? I didn't even go through the names. So uh, this stars Nick. with Lacey Chabert. Nick is played by uh, Lee Coco, Glenn Coco's brother. And then Jonathan Adams is the um, sassy black friend who's not gay, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> or fortunately for me, because I can still get my gay role. Yep. Um, but yeah, so uh, he's there at the place and he's like, what are you doing here? And him and the... The other guy, the business boyfriend, are like, uh, kind of like, oh, dude, you messed up. Like, she was thinking you were going to propose. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, how did you not think that? Did... Oh, boy. Um, Sean, I brought a clip today to kind of talk about uh, how the exposition in these things are so, like, like very concise. Um, so all this oh. all this information is, like, given to you in the first two minutes of the movie. Um Absolutely, and, and it's like a uh, what is that a barrage or like they or they berate you with uh, just info just right at the top. So I brought a clip. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to hear it with the audio hookup, but I'm just going to play it for our listeners, and then we'll jump back into the synopsis. So here we go. Are you home to Christmas party? Yeah, I, I love baking, and it, it, it's it's kind of part of my job to make sure the office looks festive. As the receptionist. The temporary receptionist who spent too much money on culinary school to be answering phones. Have you heard me answer the phone? <clears throat> Good afternoon. Hockey home. We make dreams come true. 
Don't you think every time I pick up the phone, I wish I was picking up a pastry bag? There's only <laughs> eight restaurants in this town. <laughs> Straight up. One that could afford a pastry chef. Ooh, Shay Haven't Shirley. Tea. You were amazing there. <sighs> I just wish Amazing could have kept the owner from selling the place. <sighs> or paid off your cooking school debt. Oh, you've had an unlucky year, sis. Unlucky. I feel like there was a weird edit there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> just a good example of like how you can get, I mean, that was like a 30-second clip, how you can get so much information in one little thing. And that's basically the whole movie is like just dialogue that is so exposition-heavy because they have to get through the the like relation, like establishing the re- relationship of Lacey Chabert and this Glenn Coco dude. Yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta get there. Oh, also, they probably, they wrote this like a month ago. Oh, yeah. They just yeah there right there there's a there's actually a lot of uh you know confluence of stories happening in this movie you know you have Shea Bear and her you know her crumbling relationship with her what I thought was a fifty year old boss um we haven't even touched on the gingerbread competition yet which in theory you know runs this movie but kind of disappears for an hour in the middle of it yes it did um you know you get her reconnecting with Nick in this town of eight restaurants where, you know, I guess she'd never been in his before. Um, and then you got her having to make, uh, help, uh, Nick's wiener kid, Bobby make desserts for his class party. Yes. Oh, cause Nick has a son, Drew. Drew's looking at me like, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> Just so you know, I haven't seen these. Yeah. I haven't actually seen all, all of this is a surprise to me. <laughs> He's very surprised by a the kid. Wonderful surprise. Yeah. And what's the kid, the Bobby kid, who, by the way, I'm calling is this season's Hallmark superstar because he's been in, he was in a Harvest Fall, whatever. A har- he was in one of the fall movies. Mm-hmm. He was in um, the the Christmas Kiss, or I forget what it really is called. I called it the Christmas Kiss, the Christmas Witch. The first one we did. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was sure. in, he made a cameo in that. And now he's the son in this one. So he's been in three Hallmark movies this year. Good so. for him. He's kill, I mean, they, they don't want to deal. It. They don't want to deal with like finding another kid. Right. They're like, just get that kid. <laughs> Where's the fucking kid? That fucking kid over there. But he's like extremely sassy gay kid. He's <laughs> great. Uh, so he Fantastic. has a lot of attitude. Uh, oh, I. That's it. You're gonna be the older th- that kid. That's uh, your role, dude. Yes. That's it, Hallmark. If you're listening, uh, whoever played Bobby, I didn't write it in my notes. He'll play young me who gets jaded at Christmas, and then I'm like a Scroogey Christmas man. Yes. And then I get one over in the Christmas spirit. I will fucking pour it up for that movie that is not <laughs> real yet. Not real. And, you know, I do have one story to say about why I don't like Christmas, which is not true. I don't. I do like Christmas. But one time at Christmas, I ate too much chocolate. Like, I ate all the chocolate in my stocking, and then I, like, threw it all <laughs> up all over the floor. And that Christmas was a Christmas not to remember. And that's, that's what the movie's called. A Christmas not to remember? No, they wouldn't do that. But something. A, cr- a Christmas a Christmas barf? I mean, what are we talking about? A Christmas barf. <laughs> oh, on the Hallmark Channel. I don't I don't see that in the future. Um, anyways, back to the synopsis or the, the breakdown. Sean, where do we leave off? Oh, I'm lost. Man. I'm lost in this movie. The kid. Well... So we still got the gingerbread competition of which um, we've we've missed preliminary rounds because yeah. Shea Bear is now a semifinalist. 
Right, and she's hoping good. to win, tw- ho- hoping to win twenty five thousand dollars to start, uh, to start her own cake store, mm. which doesn't seem like a whole lot of stake money. No, no, that's a, that's very low capital for that. A- barely <laughs> pays like your equipment and your rent. That pays for the oven. right. That's the oven. The oven. Oh, we didn't even get to the oven thing. So there's a big oven fiasco. Uh, <laughs> so Lacey Chabert, as we established, is a cool aunt. Mm-hmm. And her dumb nieces put toys in the oven and break the oven. So she has no way to cook uh, for this, or bake, I guess it's called, for this competition. So she has to go to Nick's Pizzeria and uh, oh, ask and him uses... to use his oven. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's a fun opportunity. <laughs> it is. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like it would be in the synopsis that we read before. It seemed like it would be very romantic. It wasn't really romantic. Like we meet Ralphie, the um the black friend who's like not even like I thought he was going to play the ex-boyfriend or like the other yeah, man. That's what I thought it was. No, no. He's just like a peripheral friend of Nick's. And he oh. like he's like funny. I don't know if Hallmark. I- I don't know if Hallmarks ever dip their toes into interracial dating. Uh, you know, that might be a big ask for them, for sure. Yeah, that's that's tough for them. Uh, but, but yeah, so they had him be like this. He, like, takes them shopping. Like, Bobby and Lacey Chabert, they all go shopping at, like, Costco together for supplies. Gingerbread supplies. Yes. <laughs> what was that? It, it, she, she said something about how she couldn't go to the restaurant supply store. Because she wasn't a working chef, did I mishear that? Yeah, maybe was this it's during like, the part of know, the movie I blacked out during. She's not a member of uh, of Costco of, of Costco, so she has to get her friend to go go with her. Are they going to like oh. Costco, or are they going to a like a a rest or a a restaurant supply store? I think it's supposed to be a restaurant supply store, but in my seven glasses of wine, I just assumed it was Costco. Cool. Yeah, I would have too. <laughs> Um, See, I, I, I thought it was that specific, which I thought would have been odd if there's only eight restaurants in all of town. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Never forget eight restaurants. So they they, tra- they didn't show you this, but they traveled eight hours to a city. Yeah. <laughs> to the nearest. So, so, so Ralphie could get basil. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get it in bulk. So, yeah, so they do all that, and they're like, uh, you know, sparks are flying between um, Lacey Chabert and and Nick, and they're, like, spending more time together. They, like, decorate his house, and she's, like, helping Bobby, like, dropping him off at school or whatever, and they, like, you know, all just, like, basically being a family, but they're not a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then— She buys him a Christmas tree. Yeah, she buys him a Christmas tree. She buys tree. who—wait, their friend or Nick? Nick. Okay, Nick. So she buys Nick a Christmas tree because he's like yeah, and she busy. helps him. Yeah, she helps him decorate the house, and like they go in the garage and play foosball for a little while. I mean, they they made a day of it. Yeah, Aww. it's like a whole thing. Uh, and like you know, we're talking in like twenty minutes of what I just said in two sentences took <laughs> about twenty thirty minutes. Did they throw snowballs at each other? Uh, uh, yes. In this one, I believe they did throw <laughs> snowballs at each other. And they like are like making a little, they find like a little, little pile of snow and just like throw snowballs. Well, just as Christmas, that snowball fight. No. So then we get back to like the, the, um, the gingerbread baking and the big chef, the big, there's a big announcement that mm-hmm. Ina Brocken, 
how do I even say oh, that? Oh, yeah. What is that? Earlier in the movie when she's talking about how, you know, since she's unemployed, but she still likes, you know, she would like to compete in more contests. But she says, well, there's so many celebrity chefs now that, you know, it's just not worth it. And then, yes, you know, uh, this Wolfgang Puck sounding woman shows up. Yeah. So she's a German and she enters into the American gingerbread competition and everybody's just like totally cool with it. But I mean, I'm sorry. I'm an American and I'd be like, Mm -hmm. uh, a German? No, no. Mm -mm. This is America. You need to like get your visa. I don't even know. I don't even know. But if it's an American gingerbread competition, it should be Americans competing. Like gingerbread comes from Germany. That's not fair. That ain't, that ain't even fair. Did gingerbread really come from Germany? Probably. I mean, maybe. I I believe it. Probably. (laughs) Uh, So she's like mysteriously entered into this competition. It's a big thing. Turns out, uh, spoiler alert, also, if you are just like catching up on these podcasts or you were like jumping in on the Lacey Chabert episode because you love her, like everyone, uh, we're going to spoil this movie. So stop listening now uh, because, you know, if you couldn't predict it, uh, we're going to just spoil it. so she turns out to be hired by the business boyfriend. So the business boyfriend hired the German to like <laughs> cook this big gingerbread thing uh, to make a, a a big grand gesture to read. Well, be- because ahead. one of the annou- one of the announcements they make at the press conference, which I thought was amazing that they had a press conference for the American gingerbread competition. Big deal. So you know, first they announced. First, they announced, you know, Mrs. Wolfgang Puck. And then second, they said that you can use, like, one battery-operated device in your item, which yeah. helps, obviously, with the the Germans. But and also, we get to use uh, Bobby invention. So, oh, so part of the thing, part of the competition, so you could make, everything has to be editable, except you could use one battery thing. Correct. Oh, <laughs> yes i don't even know should so I, I mean is it is it is that the is that the should i should we sit like i want to know what they used it for <laughs> well so one has like an eiffel tower and it like has all the all the lights on it okay uh, the one that this german uses has a little uh like podium or something that rises up and presents a ring because the business boyfriend proposes to Lacey Chabert with the gingerbread thing that the mm-hmm. German made. Too late, bro. Mm-hmm. Too late. And uh, Lacey Chabert's like, uh, no, like you try, you fake proposed to me last time, and I'm not about it. I'm like all about Nick now. But of course, Nick just like comes in at the. This is the last ten minutes again, Drew. Okay. Uh, Nick Oof. comes in and he sees them together, and he like runs off to his <laughs> terribly parked car. Uh, the car was like parked in like three parking spaces, <laughs> and like, he's like on the sidewalk. He's like, "How could you?" And she's like, "I only want you." Uh, and then I think we just jump right to the the actual competition, and she like has twelve hours to win win him back. So she makes Yeah, she starts over. Yeah, she scraps her gingerbread and makes Uh a carousel gingerbread because that's where they shared their uh their first kiss. Oh my god. Back in high school or culinary school. And her and her her carousel rotates because earlier in the movie, uh our guy Bobby, he he says he invents uh a pizza spinner. 
Yes. Um, I wasn't oh. entirely sure what the point of that was. Like, I think it was if you're trying to eat a whole pizza by yourself, you could hit a button and it would rotate. And so the slices would come closer to you without having to lean over the table. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. So, so Bobby basically invented a record player <laughs> for pizza. But it also worked on a carousel gingerbread house. It also works on just anything that turns in a circle, really. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know what Bobby's patent calls for, but I guess yes. I, I, I'm glad the, uh, I'm glad there was no ex machina though. <laughs> that's, right. That's great. Um, so yeah, so it actually works out pretty well. Um, like the carousel is is. Of course, very, very well received. And she wins the competition and wins the man. And, uh, you know, everything comes full circle, uh, as it were. As it were. Get it? Get it? Full Carousel? circle. Oh, like a half-eaten pizza. Yeah, like a half-eaten pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, you, and having the... Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. So this one, not much to say. Um. Sean... So on the podcast, we do uh, a rating of pour it up, which means we love it, or put a cork in it, which means we're not about it. So if you had to uh, recommend this to someone, which would you choose? Oh, absolutely. Pour it out there. I mean, other than that hour in the middle where nothing really happens, you know, the edges (laughs) are pretty action packed. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I if I had to choose, I I can't go against Lacey. so I'm going to also pour it up despite that hour in, in the middle where nothing happens. You know, it's still Lacey Chabert. If she's not doing Mean Girls, I'd like to see her doing this. So keep keep it. Keep them coming, Lacey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say a, a blind because I do. I got to do a blind one. Um, yeah. Just from you guys talking about it. No, I'm going to pour it up because they they did a nice little justification because I was like, wait, how does she know how to make something spin in the, in a circle? They did tie it together. And with the, with the Bobby and the pizza spinner, like I'll remember that forever. That's great. Good job. Good job with the, cause otherwise it's just magic happens then. Yes. Good job. Hallmark. Okay. So Sean, where can we find you if we're looking for you on the interwebs? Oh, um, Yes, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, ButtersBC. Um, I'll probably be doing a 5,000-word write-up on this and racing to a red light at some point because, I mean, we didn't even touch on Nick saving the company Christmas party. Oh, so, right. I mean, there, there's more there, 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 there's more to mine from this uh, treasure trove of a movie. Oh, yes. Oh, this is so. just the surface. So, everyone, please check out uh, Racing to a Red Light. Is, is it a, It's a blog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so check that out. Like, really uh, in-depth and hilarious reviews. Uh, much, much more in-depth than what we're doing on this podcast. So check that out. Uh, Drew, where can we find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitters and the, Insta, the Instas. Yeah. At, uh, both are just at Drew, but with pants. Wonderful. Well, thank you both for joining me today for this episode covering the sweetest Christmas. And thank you, listeners, for checking back into Lifetime Uncorked. We watch these movies so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on social media at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lifetime Uncorked. And be sure to check out our website, LifetimeUncorked.com or Drunk Dial us at 872 six seven sorry i couldn't read that four one one seven and share your thoughts on a movie we've covered 
or one that we missed. Yeah, yeah I think that's it. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye. Good night, Bobby. Ha, 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 ha.